My heart aches within me today, not just today, but every day. For the sight I see around me in our world. For the continuation of downturn of spirituality in our world. It is disturbing. It is disturbing to watch our leaders move so far away from God and from God's pleasure and from God's will. We live in a trying hour. And in this hour, what you need to understand, if you don't already understand it, is that because of this decline in our country, in America, not to mention the rest of the world of spiritual things, then if the church is not careful, it will also have an effect upon them to grow cold, to grow unconcerned, to grow in a lack of staying where they need to stay close to God. My prayer today is somehow, some way, revival can come. And it has to start in the church, of course. I pray that it comes to the church, but not only to the church, but of the world, of America. People are dying today for their faith. Are you willing to die for your faith today? People's heads are being taken off of them because of their faith. Children, women, and men are lined up and shocked because of their refusal to deny their faith. Is your faith where it needs to be that you could do the same thing? That's something to think about. That's awesome to think about because we have lived in such comfort in America till it disturbs me whether or not we have such ability to stand in our faith. We always miss Pastor and his family when they're gone. I remember when I pastored that the saddest day, not because I was something special, but it seemed to be the saddest day at the church was when I was gone. The family was gone. They'd come back and they'd tell me all about it. I said, woe be to the person that had to take my place. And that's where I stand this morning, taking place. But the Spirit of the Lord has been here this morning and so wonderful. My subject this morning is, do you know him? This question is not to just those who may not be saved, but this question is to us who are saved. Do you know him? Do you know him well enough to follow him everywhere he goes? Do you know him well enough to not be ashamed of him anywhere you're at? Do you know him well enough that you're willing to do whatever is required to keep that relationship with him? Do you know him in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his suffering? Do you know him? John, 1 John, gives us this scripture, 1 John 5, 13. These things have I written unto you. These things have I written unto you. That believe on the name of the Son of God. This I write to you who believe on the name of the Son of God. 
that you may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Then John gives us a witness in his book in 1 John, in John 1 rather, verse 29 through 36. This is an eyewitness that John had concerning Jesus and trying to get the people of his day to acknowledge him as the Lord and personal Savior. John said the next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Do you know it had never been said before? Do you know that they had never heard it before on that wise? John, the forerunner of Jesus, John finally gets to see him. And he says, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said. After me cometh a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest to Israel. Therefore am I come baptizing with water. And John bare record saying, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it abode upon him, and I knew him not. But he that sent me to baptize the water, the same said unto me, Upon whom thou shalt see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same is he which baptizeth with the Holy Ghost. Then I saw and bear record that this is the Son of God. Again the next day, after John stood and two of his disciples, and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he saith, Behold the Lamb of God. Jesus did die. Jesus did live. He did rise again the third day with power, never to die again. Jesus' resurrection means victory for every soul in this house. You and me. Do you know him as John knew him? Do you know him in the power of his resurrection, the fellowship of his suffering? Do you know him, Jesus? Do we know for sure that if we're going to be with God in heaven, if God were to ask you, why should I let you into my heaven, what would be your answer? What would be my answer? What would I say to God that would appeal to him to let me into his heaven? That's a question we need to ponder. That's a question we need to ask ourselves. The last song that they sung, the grace of God, the chains being broken, so forth and so on, is because of him. There is not an individual in this house that can't be saved. There's not an individual that's been saved that you could save yourself. There is nobody in this house can, can take themselves to heaven. Only Jesus can do those things. I need to know him. If we're uncertain or if we hesitate for a moment to answer this question, then this message should be of great importance to us today. The next few minutes may, the mo may be the most important time that you will ever spend in your life. 
Did you know that the Bible tells us how we can know for sure that we have eternal life with God in heaven? As our text says, these things have I written unto you that you may know. That you may know. Do you know I've been told numerous of times by people, you can't know that. You just got to trust. You just got to hope. But I believe you can know that you're ready to go to heaven. I believe that you can know you're saved. I believe that you can know you're redeemed. I believe that you can know for sure that your life is going to rapture from this, from this earth, whether you're alive or whether you're dead. I believe you can know these things. Here how you, here's how you can know. Romans 3 and 23 said, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, no amount of personal effort, no amount of good works or religious deeds can earn a place in heaven for you. We do these things. We do good deeds. We should do these things. We should do right things. We should be good. We should do certain things. But none of these things will make you ready for heaven. These are not the things that will get you into heaven. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 said, For by grace are you saved. By faith. That not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. It is not what you're going to do that gets you to heaven. It's what you're going to receive from Jesus that gets you to heaven. Your responsibility and my responsibility is to, by faith, receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior and believe that through Him we can go to heaven. You must know Him because we're sinners. We were born in sin. We lived in sin. And therefore we have to be saved. For all have sinned, Romans 3.23 said, and come short of the glory of God. Sin is transgressing God's love. That's what sin is. It's a transgression of God's law, of God's love. Because of sin, man cannot save himself. Not any one of us. If you wanted to save yourself by good deeds, do you know how good you would have to be? <clears throat> the Bible said we would have to be perfect. How do you know that? Matthew 5, 48. Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. With such a high standard, I seriously doubt that any one of us could claim salvation to go to heaven. I seriously doubt if any one of us can save ourselves. But God said in James 2 and 10, For whosoever shall keep the law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. <clears throat> I'm a sinner from the beginning. I can't save myself. But how many knows I want to be saved? How many knows I want to go to heaven? How many knows that I desire with all of my heart that I'll be raptured, whether alive or in the grave, I will be raptured. And I believe these things with all of my being. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Jeremiah said, The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with a loving kindness, I have drawn thee. The same Bible tells us that God is just and therefore must punish us. The same God that said he loves us. 
The same God that said he can save us. The same God that sent his son Jesus to redeem us from our sins is the same God who said that he would have to judge us. That brings on new thought. That brings on a different perspective in my life and in my heart. Ezekiel is, Exodus rather, 24 and 7 said, Keep in mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children, even to the third and fourth generation. Now, I don't know what my grandparents, my great-grandparents, my great-great-grandparents, my great-great-great-grandparents, I don't know what kind of life they lived. I don't know what kind of curse they left upon me. But I was delivered from that the day I accepted Jesus into my heart and life. I'm delivered from that third and fourth generation. I am able to start clean and with a new beginning. We have a problem we, in our society. We've all sinned. And the penalty of sin is death. We need forgiveness so that we can have the right relationship with God. God solves this problem for us in the person of Jesus Christ. Who exactly would you say Jesus is? Who exactly would you say Jesus Christ? The Bible clearly tells us that he is the infinite God-man. In the beginning was the word Jesus, and the word Jesus was God. In the beginning he was. In the beginning John said, 114, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of Father, full of grace and truth. He died on the cross, church, to pay the penalty for our sins and rose from the grave to purchase a place for us in heaven. Do you understand this morning how important it is for me to believe? You understand this morning how important it is for me to acknowledge in my heart and my life Jesus Christ. Because there is no way for me. There is no escape for me. There is no plan outside of this plan other than damnation for eternity in hell. And I for one don't want to go there. And I believe there is a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. God solves this problem for us in the person of Jesus Christ. He died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sins and rose from the grave to purchase a place for us in heaven. Pardon me for a moment. Isaiah 53 and 6. All we like sheep. All we like sheep have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Think about it. Think about your position this morning. Think about where you stand. I'm talking to the entire church body as well as to those who have never been saved before who have never acknowledged Jesus even exists. Christ bore our sins in his body on the cross. Now Jesus Christ offers us eternal life. Heaven is a free gift to us. 
Heaven is a free gift. How can you say that? Because there are certain things I feel like I need to do. I am that way as well. But the bottom line is Jesus paid the price for heaven. The bottom line is Jesus made the sacrifice for heaven. The bottom line is Jesus gave himself <clears throat> that we might have life and might have it eternal. Eternal. Jesus who has purchased me with his own blood. He is the king of the Jews. He is the king of Israel. He is the king of righteousness. He is the king of the ages. He is the king of heaven. He is the king of glory. He's the king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my Jesus. How about yours? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Give him a praise offering. <clears throat> David said, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Psalms chapter 19. My Lord is a sovereign Lord. No means of measure can define his limitless love. No far-seeing telescope cops tel telescope can bring into visibility the coastline of his shoreless love, of his shoreless supply, of his shoreless help. No failure can hinder him from pouring out his blessings. He's strong. He's sincere. He's eternal. He's steadfast. He's graceful. He's powerful. He's merciful. Do you know him? That's my Jesus. Hallelujah. He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's the sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He stands in the absent solitude of himself. He's august and he's unique. <clears throat> he's unparalleled. He's unpredictable. He's the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of truth theology. He's the miracle of the ages. Everything good that you choose to call him, he's the only one who qualifies to be an all-sufficient Savior. Give him a praise in the house this morning. Hallelujah. 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 I feel his presence. Glory to his name. He supplies strength to the weak. That's me. But he supplies strength for my weakness. He's available for the tempted and tried. He sympathizes and he lives. <clears throat> he strengthens and he sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleanses the leper. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captive. He defines the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves, he serves the unfortunate. He regards the aged. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meek. That's my Jesus. Do you know him? Do you know him? If you know him, give him another praise offering. That's my Jesus. Hallelujah. He's my Savior, the key to knowledge, 
the wellspring of wisdom, the doorway of deliverance, the pathway of peace, the low way of righteousness, the highway of holiness, the gateway of glory. I'm glad I know him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know him? I wish I could describe him better to you than I'm describing him. I would do it. But I'm limited on my ability to describe. But he is indescribable. He is incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. You can't get him off your mind or off your hands. You can't outlive him. And you can't live without him. That's Jesus. I know. Musicians, come, would you please? The Pharisees couldn't stand him. They found out they couldn't stop him. Thank God. Our world, even though it's at a point where it's trying to stop him. But understand, church, this morning they can't stop him. As long as you and I acknowledge him. As long as we live and believe in him, they can't stop him. Pilate couldn't find no fault in him. The witnesses couldn't agree. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't hold him. Couldn't handle him. The grave couldn't hold him. That's my Jesus. This is my Jesus. And he's the kingdom. And he's the power. And he's the glory forever and ever. Do you know him this morning? That's my Jesus. Believe on the Lord. Jesus, the Bible said, and you shall be saved. If you don't know him this morning, this is your day. This is your opportunity. No matter how my, no matter how feeble my endeavor is to explain him to you, he will still do things beyond my imagination or recognition. He is able to save you. He is able to forgive you. He's able to renew your strength. He's able to renew your faith. He's able to strengthen you and let you be a greater man or woman of God than you are this morning. If you've never accepted Him as your Lord and personal Savior, all you've got to do is believe on Him with all your heart. And He will save you. Confess Him in your heart and He will save you. With a mouth, the Bible said, confession is made unto salvation. He's done the work already. Your place is to accept Him. Your place is to believe Him. Your place is to ask Him to come into your heart. Would you stand, please? Father, touch our hearts this morning. Remind us of our responsibility and where we are. Remind us, God, of our place and our knowledge. Remind us, Lord, of our part this morning. Let us not walk out of this building this morning, Lord, without having your favor with us, without knowing that we know that we're saved. God, if there be a person, Lord, in the house that don't know you this morning, God, I pray that somehow, some way, all of a sudden they will get the desire. The Spirit will deal with their heart. 
Your spirit will call them, Lord, to an altar of prayer. God, if there's a Christian in the house this morning, the Lord has gotten slack and begin to wonder if it's worth it. Begin to wonder if it's real. Oh, God, I pray you touch their heart this morning to respond and cry out again to you. I believe you will touch them. I believe you will lift them up. I believe you will strengthen them. I believe, God, that you will manifest your glory in their heart and in their life. Father, let us not miss an opportunity. Let us not miss an opportunity to call upon you. As they sing this morning, something softly. Would you respond this morning if you're not saved and come and stand here in the front somewhere? There will be somebody to come and pray with you if you need it. Would you come this morning and give your heart to Jesus? Don't wait a minute. Don't hesitate. Come now. If you're here this morning and you've gotten a little slack, are you just not where you want to be? Are you just feeling urge this morning to talk to Jesus? Would you come unashamedly and come this morning and pray around the altar? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God knows every one of our hearts. He knows every one of our lives. He knows our situation. He knows where we stand. He knows our future. He knows our past. He knows our presence. Do you need to get a little closer to Him today? Do you need to get a little closer to Him today? All right, as they sing this morning, I wonder if all the born-again believers, all the house would come. If you're here this morning... And you're lost. Come with everybody else when they come. Church, let's come and spend a moment or two in prayer this morning. Let's just renew our faith. Let's renew our strength. Let's renew our hope. Let's don't give in to the flesh. Let's let the Spirit take charge in our body, in our heart, and in our life today. Oh, God. <clears throat>